Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. At the first tee, we believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills and help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let You Into Golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf. Featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only $39.99 a dozen. And save $30 on Titleist Boki SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You Into Golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee. You Into Golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since 1971. Now on the team. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun hey. of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. 
Hey there, and happy holidays. Welcome into this edition of Real Golf Radio. Looking at the President's Cup. Taking a look at next year in 2020 and a year in review of 2019. Thank you for being with us, Brian Taylor, alongside Bob Casper. Good to be with you as we wrap up our 20th year of talking golf with you here on Real Golf Radio. Twitter handle is at Real Golf. You can find us on any of the podcaster sites. Website's realgolfradio.com. And thanks for all of you who still listen to us on our affiliate radio stations around the country. We appreciate that I'll tell you what 2019 has been a year in golf from what Tiger Woods did winning the Masters major number 15 green jacket number five to win number 82 and now captaining a winning President's Cup going undefeated and the U.S. team rallying on Sunday it has been pretty much wire to wire a year to remember in the game of golf and I'm looking forward to looking back at what was a memorable week in Australia as well as a memorable year in professional golf. You know, it was interesting. The first the first day of the matches when the U.S. was down 4-1, to one, um, I, I became very disinterested. And uh, and then as, as I watched more, it, it kept piquing my interest a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more until Sunday was off the charts. And the teaming ratings were phenomenal. And, uh, and it turned out to be a great Sunday. Um, of the U.S. team coming from behind and winning the matches 16-14. to 14. So, uh, yeah, it was an awesome week last week. Distractions and controversy yep. and other things that were side stories I don't think overshadowed what was great golf on a unbelievable golf course. I mean, if you think about some of the golf that you've watched over the years, I don't remember – so many amazing golf shots being showcased on a golf course. It, this really brought the best out in the players, Bob. Well, and it wasn't it wasn't the golf shots that they that we are seeing them hit where the ball hits right close to the hole and sticks. It's how these guys had to maneuver the ball around the golf course, especially into the greens to some of those pin positions and play from the front edge of the green towards the hole. Um, and we saw the ball bouncing and releasing. So the guys had to be very precise about how they carried the ball and how it got to the hole. We're going to talk about all this, the storylines that came up, and we're really pleased to be joined by Tony Finau of the winning U.S. President's Cup team. We'll spend some time with Tony talking about his experience at the President's Cup. Also, America's favorite caddy will stop by as well. We're just getting started. We'll give it all to you next. Thanks for joining us. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. 
What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy Golf Bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 Stand Bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember now back to real golf radio with brian and bob and real golf radio is brought to you by callaway golf gifts for the course get out to the Callaway Holiday Gift Guide at CallawayGolf.com. From clubs to golf balls, apparel, and accessories, find the perfect holiday gifts this season at CallawayGolf.com. And I'll tell you what, you're kind of running out of time, so uh, you yes, might want to do that. But it should be noted that the sales run through the end of the year. So There you go. Maybe you want to return something. Maybe you didn't get what you wanted. Hey, still an opportunity there at CallawayGolf.com. And you know what? We appreciate Callaway and their sponsorship of Real Golf Radio here in our 20th year of hosting the show. And we're pleased to announce that Callaway will be on with us as a partner again going into year number 21, uh, the year 2020 uh, will be sponsored again by Callaway Golf. We appreciate them and their sponsorship. They make great products and uh, are great ambassadors for the game of golf, and we're just uh, couldn't be more pleased to be partnered with uh, the folks there at Callaway. Yep, they have, uh, they've been great support. Um, they've uh, provided us with, uh, with great people to talk with as far as their club pros and uh, also their tour pros and also their equipment and, and that kind of thing. So you guys... As you listen, you get the inside scoop from Callaway Golf and everything that's going to be coming down the pike. No doubt about it. We'll look forward to bringing you all of the news and, of course, the uh, teaser running right now for the upcoming Maverick Driver. I can't wait to see it. Really, really cool stuff coming up you know, next month. You know, Xander Shoffley was playing the Maverick at the President's the Cup. President's yeah. Cup. Yeah. And you know what, Xander, Xander is – you know, we'll get into the President's Cup. Xander is one of those that has just proven, as expected – 
that he's made for this type of thing. You can oh, tell yeah. by his play on tour. You can tell by his demeanor, his competitiveness, that this is going to be a guy to be reckoned with in team play. And he might be, Bob, taking that new crown as Captain America, although he probably has to wrestle that away from Justin Thomas right now. <laughs> but I think Patrick Reed squarely left that you know cape in the, in, in, in the phone booth after yes. what's happened the last two uh, pres- teams that he's played on, last year's Ryder Cup and this year's President's Cup. Well, he did make a little bit of a... Um, a little bit of reconciliation with how he played in, uh, you know, in his, his singles match by winning over CT Pan four and two. But still, I agree with you 100%. I, I don't think that one point, although it was a, only a two point victory, so that point was important. Let's not yes. underscore it, but he was 0 3 going into that. And he was a huge distraction. Webb Simpson, by the way, ought to get the whatever the equivalent of uh, the President's Cup team golf is of the Purple Heart, having to uh, carry that guy around and deal with all his distractions. Uh, I, you know, it's it's uh, it was it was crazy. I, I don't know why Webb got saddled with him, but you know what? He you, you probably give him the assist award. The uh, what do you, Mr. Congeniality, perhaps the um, assist award. I like that. Yeah, that's I mean, good. because Webb take was, one for the team. He did. He absolutely did. Webb had no chance out there. <laughs> he had no chance. And yeah, he had no chance playing with Patrick Reed. But I'll saying. tell you what, he did. He did pretty good on his own. You know, winning two on one over Ben on. But um, but yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, it, my thinking was this was my thinking. They were on the airplane. Or they got there, or whatever. But Tiger took him inside, and he said, and he and he probably said to him, "You think we can pair you with Patrick Reed? Would you do that? Would it be okay?" And Webb goes, "Sure, I'm just happy to be a part of the team." Of course he is, but it's also an opportunity to kind of make a name and a legend for yourself in these things. Yeah, and he did not have that opportunity. So again, hats off to Webb Simpson on that one. But uh, uh, anyway, let's. Let's get into uh, the the President's Cup. Boy, uh, you know, I I found myself really enjoying this, Bob. You mentioned how you were disinterested in the beginning. I guess I was I was still interested because I almost was rooting for the international team in the beginning, only from the sense that they've just been beaten for what? It's been they've been, they've won one since 1993. It, you just found I found myself wanting I like Ernie Els. Obviously Mike Weir is a good friend of ours and he was on the show. And I wanted those guys to play well. I wanted them to do well. I, I, I don't really have any animosity towards anyone on that team. And so I, I kind of was like, good for you guys. And yeah. at the same time, I was never really completely concerned that the U.S. team was going to get blown out. We've seen it in Ryder Cups, but I just, I just had this sense with a Tiger-led team, boy, would it, I, I'd be shocked if they didn't actually find a way to win. And ultimately, well, their depth proved to be the difference, right? Well, I think it did. Um, also, the the way that the players were able to adapt and figure out how to play the golf course. You know, there were a bunch of guys that had not played that golf course before. And because of that, they struggled. Uh, they only had a day, basically a day and a half to figure it out before they teed off. And it showed in that four and, four and one drumming in on Thursday when Tiger and Justin Thomas were the only ones that won a point. Um, it, it started to show bits of um, promise when we were able to tie up the next set of, of matches on Friday. And then, um, it, you know, we, we kept it within, we kept it within three points. 
Um, and then and then to to lose it in the morning, to lose another point in the morning uh, of Saturday, then it started to turn around. And that's and that's the part that I liked. It, the, the guys started to show that they were ready to play, that they were in this thing to the end and that they wanted to win and they were able to uh, to cut that four-point deficit by two going into Sunday. Yeah, they rallied behind Tiger as the captain, not as Tiger the player, where he the captain chose to sit the player for the entire day. That was a bit shocking, no, no doubt about it. But look, he put himself out first against Abe Answer. They went out. Tiger was vintage. He was absolutely beautiful golf and, and just stone cold you know, get out of my way. And, and uh, he made it look easy out there, even though, you know, that's not to take anything away with Abe, but who had a phenomenal week, but Tiger clearly the best player going three Oh and O for the week. Fantastic leadership as a captain as well. I, I thought, you know, it was, it was something is the U S rallies eight, four in the, uh, to win the session and overcome that 10, eight deficit and claim the cup 16 to 14. Um, I, I guess some of the question marks that I have, Bob is, if you're the international team and Ernie Els, and I mentioned that I was kind of pulling for them a little bit, and it was good to see that they rallied. They basically won the team sessions. They had a two-point yes, lead did. going into singles, right? And they lost 8-4. Yes, so do you take the positives that we – and that's what Ernie said afterwards. Look, we made progress. We yeah. took steps. But, yeah. but, 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 but hear me out. You made the guys travel halfway around the world. Yes. Right after they had an event the week before playing a golf course that none of them had seen, which was tricky and you needed to figure it out. You flip the format to favor your team and you're on your home turf, so to speak. And with all of that, it wasn't enough to win. I guess you could either look at it from Ernie L's positive progress standpoint, or you could be a little discouraged if you're an international team fan or player to say, wow, what else can we do? So in other words, what you're saying is if they wouldn't have had to fly a all the way across the world, even though it was an away game, so to speak, if they didn't have to fly across the world, how would they really would have would have played? That's my question. Yeah. I mean, that's, take, take those factors yeah. away. And what, what, to your point, you said it was at the beginning, you were really upset that they got down early and you were blaming I the was. PGA tour for scheduling tigers event the week before. Cause it hindered their Absolutely. chances. And I look at it and say, well, at least it gave the internationals a fighting chance. Unfortunately, they weren't able to to pull it off, but it did make it compelling. And I, I, this is the takeaway: it was compelling, right? It was very compelling. It was entertaining. It was fantastic. And I don't know how much of it was the golf, and how much of it was the golf course, or the combination thereof, or Tiger versus Els. I'm not sure, but I liked everything about it outside of Patrick Reed. I liked everything about it. It was it was. I just, agree 100. percent And 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 I think where it flipped, where it turned was Saturday afternoon when Tony Finau and Matt Kuchar have that match. I think it's a good point. We're going to hear from Tony. Don't forget, coming up on the back nine, hour number two. Uh, coming up next, America's favorite caddy stops by. We'll continue this conversation looking back at the President's Cup when we continue right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. 
Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let You Into Golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf. Featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only $39.99 a dozen. And save $30 on Titleist Boki SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You Into Golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee. You Into Golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since 1971. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Brian and Bob back with you. Thanks for joining us. This segment brought to you by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Check out odysseygolf.com and give them a follow on Twitter and the rest of the social media for some great insights from the guys at Odyssey and Toulon Design. It's all right there under the Odyssey umbrella now at odysseygolf.com. Dot com. All right, time to welcome in America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, this caddy's been joining us for nearly all of 20 years that we've been doing Real Golf Radio. We love having him on the show. We can just call him the caddy or America's favorite caddy, whoever you like. What's up, man? Just chilling. We've been talking President's Cup, man, uh, looking back at last week. Uh, and I was telling Bob, this is like 
call it what you want. It's not Ryder Cup or the U.S. was supposed to dominate or whatever. But, man, that was fun to watch. Like, it was really entertaining. I thought it was just a, a great event. And maybe it just set up perfectly where the U.S. got down. You sort of always felt they were going to rally, and then they did and played some phenomenal golf. And factor in Royal Melbourne and the way that it ca- caused these greatest players to have to get creative and hit these. I mean, it was almost like just such great shot, highlight reel shots on display, shot after shot after shot i i loved watching the president's cup last week if you couldn't tell i thought the description of uh the british open meets augusta greens was pretty apt minus the minus the big rough but yeah it showcased the golf course big time and the president's cup kind of took on a whole nother status that it hasn't had really it's uh it's on the map yeah, it definitely is. Uh, the other thing that I thought was really interesting is, you know, we talked about the guys getting there late, not seeing the golf course. A lot of the guys not seeing the golf course till Tuesday and stuff like that. And it was amazing to me how the best players in the world, it doesn't take long for them to adapt and figure things out. No, it doesn't. You've got just a couple runs around the joint. And um, I will say having the greens books there on greens like that is pretty helpful because those are fairly, they're big enough greens with a lot of differences here and there. And it's a lot easier to, to navigate it when you have a really nice detailed map too. But yeah, it's that, that kind of golf is so much fun. Whenever the ball's firm and bouncing and running, more it bounces and runs, the more you have to think about what you're doing. It's just that simple. And the best players tend to, uh, you just love that stuff as a caddy because you're just constantly having to think about this or that or this or that. And there's lots of options and that's, that's really, that's so, that's so much, so much more enjoyable than the ball just sticking. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that from a caddy standpoint, you know, it really got to know your player's game, right? Because it's, it's a matter of hitting different kinds of shots in whether you're, you know, in different kinds of spins as well and where to land it and, and, and all those, those kinds of things. What, 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 what goes in it? Talk, talk us through a caddy player relationship on a golf course like that. Well, it's like you said, you got to understand the shots that your player can play. Just you defined it perfectly. Trajectory spins, carries, uh, it's a huge factor. It's, is this shot going to spin it, spin it to, to where it gets to that false front and comes back down? If you know, can we play a punch shot in there? What's going to happen if it lands? How far is it going to run? It's just yeah, you 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 have to really know what your player can do. First, you have to know what you what kind of a shot you have to play, and then can my guy play this? Does my guy need to play that? Um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool stuff. And when you have a great shot maker. Tiger loves to play all kinds of shots with his irons. You see it all the time. And he had to just be the happiest guy out there. He's having so much fun. Don't you think it kind of separated him from everybody else? When you watch everybody play, it's kind of like, hey, that's the king of golf right there. That was yeah. vintage. Yeah. It, it, it's funny because I heard some guys on talk radio saying that the number one golfer in the world right now, forget all the rankings of this, that it's clearly Tiger Woods. And it'd be hard not to say that after watching that. Now, granted, none of the European playing Brooks Kapka's not there, but it was it was it's it's pretty cool how that just brings out it separates the great player. It makes the great players better and uh, separates them a little bit. And that's what the great golf courses do. That's why that's why you see quite a list of winners at courses like Riviera 
um, those, those classic courses just bring it up. You know, it was interesting in watching the whole week, you know, you saw Tiger in the mix, uh, you know, playing the first two days, then sitting out on, uh, on Saturday and, and, and taking over the captain's role, like he was, he was asked to do. And then, you know, total player mode going, going on Sunday. It was interesting to watch him switch hats. And he did mention that after his match, he, he would say he had no idea what was really going on because he, he has to stay kind of focused in his one, in his role, get zoned in or whatever. So, you know, I thought, I thought a little bit, that was kind of funny how, um, I don't understand how taking off your hat, and by the way, it wasn't before the ball went in. That's not on the video I watched. It was when it, the ball was in the hole and the hat came off. So, or at least it was going over the front edge of the hole. I don't really understand why that's a problem. I mean, the match was over. You take your hat off and go shake the guy's hand. It's not like he did it. It's not like he threw the hat down after the putt left the blade and turned around and raised his arms up. So, Chevy did that to me, by the way. Can I, do we know that story? No, I don't. I haven't heard that story. I'm standing, we're playing with Seve at Westchester in 91 or 92, around that time, and and uh, we're uh, we're on the seventh hole, and second group from the last, Seve's got about a 15-foot putt, and uh, I'm standing directly behind him. I mean, I, I'll keep the story short, because the shot he hit to get there was spectacular. So now he's got a 12-footer birdie, I'm standing right behind him, and the ball leaves the putter, he turns around, Bait from the ball. Can't see the ball. Has no idea where it's going. Well, he does have an idea where it's going. <laughs> but it's, it's not even halfway to the hole. And he walks right past me and does the old fist pump up in the air. And kind of, it's like he was going to punch me, but he air punched me, right? And, <laughs> and right as his fist goes up, the ball goes in the hole. And the crowd goes crazy. And I got goosebumps. I mean, it was so cool. And I said to my player, who was also probably tied for the lead at the time, as we went to the next tee, I said, I don't care what happens today. I don't care if you win. That's the coolest <laughs> thing I'm ever going to see right there. And he, started, he started laughing. He's like, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> so, there's, I have so many stories from that round. I've got like a, a, So one other one that happened right before the round, we're walk, I'm walking off the range, and I've walked by Fred Couples. And – and he, Seve's at the end of the range. And as I walk by couples, he turns around and he goes, Hey, Hey, you're out with your man today. You're going to, you're going to let him have it. And I'm like, yeah, right. So I keep walking and I get to where Seve is and I turn around and I look back at couples and he's got his hands around his neck, like choking, choking. <laughs> 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 it was pretty funny. Yeah. Freddie's so, got to be, yeah. I mean, you know, they, they talk about Freddie and how he's been, he was such a good rider, a president's cup captain and, you know, keep everybody loose and just kind of, he's got to be one of those guys. It's just fun to hang with. You know, you could tell he was having a good time last week as an assistant captain and tiger relied heavily on him, but couples has got to be one of those that just, if you're out on the golf course, he'd be a fun guy to play around a golf with. Yeah. I've got quite a few. We'll have to get the, to the Haney stories. That's just, that's a private nickname by the way. So We'll have to get to the stories about about Freddie sometime. There's there's uh, there's some good ones. Mm, that's awesome. Hey, I wanted to get back to Royal Melbourne. Uh, you're a golf course guy. You, I mean, you're out on every golf course the tour plays on. I, I get it. There's probably some unique, obviously, topography. There's probably some unique um, agronomy, things of that nature. Obviously, a tremendous design. What is it about Melbourne that? can't be replicated other places or is it just that golf course architects don't 
choose to design golf courses the way that was because I'm with you. It, it it did it required these players to hit some amazing shots, and it also made them look silly at times. They had to be so precise. You saw guys leaving them in the bunkers. You never see tour guys leaving in the bunker, and you saw well, except for Sergio. But you you saw several guys leaving it in the bunker trying to hit these really delicate shots. And to me, that when you're on that line where guys can look silly, you know how tough that shot is. So the big problem is it's called the sand belt for a reason. You have yeah. to have a certain kind of soil and, and composition to to really do it do it justice. You can design the same idea. Uh, Norman did that down at uh, at Tiburon in Naples. That's kind of designed in the sand belt kind of a way, but it's just not the same with the real grainy grass versus the more. I don't know if it's fescue or what it is there. It's kind of more like fescue down there in Australia. It's it's just. It's just you have to have the right soil, and there's only a few places where that soil exists. It's like lynx land. You, you can't really have a lynx without having that condition. It just doesn't happen. So there's are, – are there places like that in the U.S.? Yeah, maybe there's a few here and there. Maybe Sand Hills has that kind of turf and soil. I, don't, I haven't been there, but, but that's the biggest problem really is you just it's, – it's the environment. You know, and the other thing that was I thought was pretty interesting that came out this week is, of course, Oliver, Alistair McKenzie designed that golf course, but he never, ever saw it finished. Yeah, it's funny. Somebody, uh, one of the guys was saying, this is the best McKenzie course, kind of making a little slight at Augusta National. And I'm like, well, Augusta National really isn't an, an Augusta, isn't a McKenzie course anymore. It's been redesigned so many times and tweaked so many times. It's the foundation. They laid the foundation, but yeah. That's just anything old and classic like that has evolved. It's organic. It changes. It does. It's not like the Mona Lisa where it stays the same the whole time. It's uh, it's changing and evolving a little bit at least. So it's probably been lengthened substantially since original. I'm guessing. I, maybe it hasn't, but gosh, all those courses of St. Andrews has evolved a lot since it's nobody even knows who built that. Um, but, but, all those courses kind of evolve and change over time. So, Caddy joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So when you watch Tiger this week, and especially that first match out in singles, I mean, that was, as we talked about, that's vintage form. What what does that make you think about for 2020? I mean, obviously it's like, hey, can the Masters get here, uh, you know, as quick as possible? But when you see Tiger playing that way, I – I'm pretty bullish on him, right? And even a couple of months ago, I wasn't that bullish on him, understanding that he just went through a knee surgery, but he gets win number 82. He captains and goes undefeated in President's Cup play. I mean, that he is playing some really inspired golf and maybe as good a golf as I've seen, and he looks so comfortable doing it. Well, an ease about his game right now that we haven't seen for a while. He's been grinding and, and fighting for so long, health-wise, swing-wise, what have you, and it just seems like it's on autopilot Boy, I'll tell you what, I I expect some seriously good golf out of Tiger in 2020. He's clearly just been playing with us. He's been toying with us. He's at Zozo and, and, and the President's Cup, he looked he looked like he looked like the best player in the world all of a sudden. And he wasn't like that for a few months prior to that. It it's just uh, yeah, he did. He looked great, but we're a long way away from April. So anything can happen between now and then and I think my guess would be he just felt really good, felt really healthy, and when when that guy feels good and healthy, just forget about it, right? <laughs> yeah, 
No doubt about it. And you know what I, I loved about the singles match also is Abraham answer a couple of weeks ago said, I'd love to play Tiger Woods. Um, and when he went up on the board first, when Ernie Els picked him up on the board first, Abraham answered because, of course, he's he'd had a phenomenal week and was making everything he was looking at, looking at and everything like that. Tiger threw himself right up on the board real quick uh, in that first ma- first match out. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, well, what people don't know is that one time way back when, when Tiger was about six years old, his grandma said she was going to beat him in Monopoly, and she didn't even make it to the game. So that's all I'm saying about Tiger's competitive spirit. So yeah, it's a story that they don't really talk. They don't really talk about that much, but no, he's just an assassin. He, he loves answer when, what answer basically said from what I picked up at the world golf championship, he kind of said, Oh, it'd be great to play Tiger. Like it would be an honor. I would learn. I mean, who doesn't want this opportunity? He didn't. He wasn't throwing down the hat, saying no. Pulling a yeah. Stephen Ames on. He wasn't pulling a Stephen Ames, saying I'm gonna go get him. Yeah. He was saying the opposite. But Tiger, it didn't matter. Tiger's like, all right, I'm gonna use that as fuel, and I'm gonna just, you know, tear you up. And, the, and so, but that's what he does. He's 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 just a killer. That's all there is to it. No question. No question. Well, the U.S. team's got to take some positivity out of this and get ready for the Ryder Cup in 2020. And you know that you know there's there's still question marks. You could say that they just beat a, a a significantly inferior team to what they'll face in the Ryder Cup, and it took a Sunday rally to to do so. So you know there, there's some question marks out there, but I, I think this team took some steps forward, and hopefully we'll see them you know do well and pick up another uh, Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits next year for sure. So hey, Caddy, good stuff, man. We appreciate you taking some time. Always good to visit with you. And I'll have you know, my sister who lives in Australia would have to reprimand you along with all the australians for calling it melbourne it's I know. melbourne melbourne i know melbourne, melbourne. yeah good on you yeah I, I call it chili too and i know it's chile but you know i'm a, i'm from <laughs> idaho so you know just forgive me it's not chile in idaho right now it's cold <laughs> <laughs> and with that <laughs> uh happy holidays caddy Thank you, gentlemen. There you Thanks, go. Man. That's the caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. we got to take a break. Thanks for being with us here as we look back at the President's Cup. Look forward to 2020. We'll continue the conversation next. Callaway's new Apex Irons redefine players' irons. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex Irons are the ultimate forged players' distance iron. Callaway's 360 face cups generate industry-leading distance, unmatched feel, and will get every golfer's attention. Tungsten weighting in each iron fine-tunes launch, trajectory, and delivers tremendous control. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex at your local golf retailer or visit CallawayGolf.com and see what makes Callaway the number one irons in golf. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. Callaway Senior Director of Brand Management, Dave Neville. What makes Jaws the most aggressive groove in golf? What really grabs the ball where you get the spin from is the edge of the groove. 
we've been able to make a really, really tight edge radius using some of the proprietary tools that we have. And then in between each groove, we have that groove and groove technology, which are little micro positives that help grab the ball. So you have these 84 contact points on the face to grab the ball and just give you a tremendous amount of spin. Order Jaws today at CallawayGolf.com. Your hands, with the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio, presented by Callaway Golf and the new Maverick driver coming January 2020. It's not far away. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. Follow them on social media, and you can link right to a website where you can sign up to be the first to learn about Maverick, the new line of groundbreaking equipment from Callaway Golf. Enter your email address, hit the Notify Me button, and boom, you're in there. Xander Shoffley, there's a quote there. As you mentioned, Bob, he played this at the President's Cup, and he said, from the minute we tested it, I knew 2020 couldn't get here soon enough. Well, he certainly drove the ball well and uh, excited to see what this new Maverick driver is all about. Love the color scheme, love the name, um, and you know what? Callaway's been dialed in on their driver technology for some time now, and it's going to be exciting to see what this one will do. So check it out. Coming 2020, distance that defies convention is what they're saying. A little rocket Ooh. ship there. Yeah. I got to like it. Yeah. And you know, and the thing about it is, is you got to put out a good product. You got to have a good story behind it. Callaway mm-hmm. does a great job of telling the story and the technology fits the story. And then the performance lives up to the hype. And that's the key. You can hype it up, but if the technology doesn't live up to it, then what are we doing here? So um, I've absolutely loved playing Epic Flash this year. It's going to be hard for me to replace that, by the way. So I'll see what Maverick does, but I've uh, absolutely loved hitting my Epic Flash driver this year from Callaway. Check it out, CallawayGolf.com, and sign up today. All right, thanks to the caddy for joining us. Well, he shared some stories with us. He um, gave us his, his take on the golf course, and, and it's true, Bob. I mean, as much as we love Royal Melbourne, it's really one of those – that you just have to go there, right? It's, you can't transplant that anywhere, and it's unfortunate. Uh, the, the soil that we have and the grasses that we grow here, if you tried to firm it up and play it that hard and fast, most of the golf courses would die. And, yep. and, th- and that's the unfortunate thing. But 
man, I, I would just love a crack at it. I, when I look at the golf course, I feel like I could hit every fairway and every green and still <laughs> shoot 90. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Um, the only thing that we have even considerably close is Pinehurst and that sand air belt mm. area that, that they have down there in North Carolina. Um, kind of, kind of similar, so to speak, but you know, great drainage golf course can get fast and hard. And, uh, and then you see guys playing like they did at the president's cup. It was pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it was really good stuff. Let's talk about, uh, let's, let's, let's talk about tiger a little bit more. I know okay. we've been, been mentioning him, but let's just go right to that singles match. And uh-huh. he was all business in that, Bob. I mean, it oh, was, yeah. it was something to behold. And the way he came out, and just he kept he was doing the old tiger stuff. He was walking ahead of him. He wasn't engaging with Abe. He was letting him know that he was there to intimidate him. He was there to win the match and and take care of business and help his team propel his team on with the momentum they needed to pull off that that comeback, which they did. And Tiger was effortless. He was phenomenal. And the putt he made on the last hole. I mean, it's it, it gives me goosebumps thinking about it. And also it. I can't help but think, Bob, and I think I told you this right after the matches, the way Tiger's playing right now, I could see him winning 10 times next year. (laughs) And I know that's overreaction, you know, from from what we saw, but man, the guy is playing some golf. You flip the, you flip the spectrum for, uh, you know, from, from the far left side of he's never going to win again. And he's never going to get another major to all the way, man, I could see him winning 10 times next year. That's somewhere in between there is where he's going to be this year. And I, I don't have any doubt that tiger is going to be a multiple winner in 2020. And, um, he may even pick up another major. Um, it, it, uh, the, the majors are setting up well for that, for him. And, and we'll talk about that in just a little bit, but, um, it, it was, so fun to watch him play, even from the get-go with with Justin Thomas. Um, you know, they go out and win the win win the first couple of holes and and have those guys down and 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 we're texting back and forth to each other. Can you believe this? You know, all you know, this is how this is how you're supposed to start a match. And and the stats were that Tiger out in the first match, he was a loser mm. in in Ryder Cup and President's Cup history. But he wasn't a loser. He he got out. He and Justin got out, and they they set the tone right from the get go. They were only the only win in on Thursday, but they set the tone, and uh, and and that was just really fun to watch. But but again on Sunday to to see him, I was looking at looking for those signs of what he was what he would do to um, as as kind of pseudo um, psychological gamesmanship and that kind of thing. And, you know, when he got ahead and he was the, he was the guy driving and, and answer was teeing off second, Tiger was right out front. He was leading the way almost like you need to chase me down. You got to follow me. That's what Y E Yang did. He swapped that on him when he beat him in the PGA championship. And he was the one that was charging out front on Tiger. And so, um, yeah, it was pretty interesting to see, get him, him get into his old habits and to see how he was able to play and, Wow, three O and O, the best player on the U.S. team. It was pretty phenomenal. Best player in the whole event, no question. Yeah. What, what were some of your other favorite moments? Not necessarily Tiger specific, but what else stands out to you as you think back on that Presidents Cup? 
Well, I, you know, I think, uh, and, and we talked about this a little bit last week, uh, Patrick Cantlay and Justin Thomas um, making those putts on Thursday. Um, that could have been, that could have turned into a 9-1 deficit. Um, but the, but those guys came back and they basically um, tied the Friday, the Friday session um, of foursomes. And um, those guys were, were a key part, including uh, Tony Finau and Matt Kuchar, um, what they were able to do. Uh, but but I, think that's, I think that was the part I took away the most was we started to see light at that point, and I liked how those guys were not giving up, and, and, and that's what's really cool about it. Patrick Hanley went three and two, and um, you know, as a rookie, but he was he was clutch. And that, as you mentioned, making that putt under pressure was was outstanding. I love that. Uh, Justin Thomas, if it were not for Tiger Woods, I think he would have been the the player of the you know the MVP for the U.S. side. Three one and one, uh, with or without playing with Tiger Woods, he he was good. You know he. Okay, so he lost his Sunday singles match, but uh, other, other than that, it didn't it didn't end up affecting the outcome, which was which was huge, right? It didn't. He lost his Sunday singles match when when he was ahead, um, and uh, and got it back, uh, but then but then it was taken away from by by Smith. But what was disappointing is when Ricky he and Ricky were five up, and uh, and they ended up losing that match in foursomes in the afternoon on Saturday. And, um, you know, he hit the drive off the, off the tee that went under the tree and, um, it just, it just deflated those guys, but they turned around and came back. One of them tied, one of them lost, but it was good enough for the team to win. You mentioned Ricky Fowler. Good to see him playing again. Ricky Fowler and Dustin Johnson, a couple of guys that we hadn't seen play for some time. What were your thoughts on both of their games? Well, um, I thought Ricky Fowler hit a lot of good shots. He hit a lot of good putts. Um, I think, I think he might've, it, it felt like he was almost a little bit rusty. Um, Unbeaten but, uh, though, one win and three halves, one, one in one win and three halves. So he didn't lose a point, but, but it was, uh, it was pretty, it, it, it was pretty good. Uh, Dustin Johnson, I, I think sh- waited for the best for the last, which was singles. And, um, it was great to see him, uh, compete how he did on Sunday and uh, win his match. He ended up 2-2-0, and but let's not forget, he was dealt a pretty easy hand there. And Hao Tong Lee yeah. obviously was struggling with his game. We only saw him once. So right. it, we knew he wasn't playing well. Dustin got the draw. He took advantage of it. I, I looked at that almost as, you remember in the Seabiscuit movie when they said they started uh, using him as a, hor- as a horse to give other horses confidence? <laughs> as the trainer, yeah. yeah. And I think that's kind of what DJ got off of Hao Tong Lee, and that's no offense. Hao Tong Lee's a fine player. He just not, wasn't informed, kind of like Bryce DeChambeau wasn't informed. Yes. So, you know, DJ got a nice draw there, and he took advantage of it. Don't get me wrong. DJ played well on Sunday, but yeah. it was certainly helped by the fact that his opponent really had no chance before they even teed it up. But but look, DJ, to me, DJ's got unfinished business coming up in, in 2020 and beyond. Yeah. First of all, he can extend his win streak for each year, another right. year, and, and continue getting closer to, to what Tiger did and, and others in history. But he, he's due for another major. I mean, that guy has way too much talent, to, especially at a, a golf course like Augusta. You just keep thinking he's a guy. But uh, the putter's got to be hot, and it, it's a little bit streaky, no doubt about it. Uh, all right, uh, we – You know, the thing about him last year – um, is he, he played well up until a certain point and then, and then he struggled the rest of the year. And then as soon as 
the tour championship was over. He had knee surgery. So he had some health issues probably the last half of his season, which caused him to not play as well as he had been playing. But now that is all corrected, and I think uh, Dustin Johnson is really going to play well this year as well. Talk about some of the other players that we have yet to get to on the American team uh, and then uh, touch on the internationals as well. But we're up against a break. We'll take one, and then we'll come back and continue this conversation. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob 
Hi, welcome back to the show. We talked about a lot of the players. I don't even want to get into Patrick Reed, but let's talk about some of the others. Tony Finau, he paired up with uh, Bryson DeChambeau, and and uh, they lost. Uh, he basically carried Bryson. He had six birdies. Yep. Bryson wasn't contributing. But then he, he teamed with Matt Kuchar, and they got the two halves, and then Kuchar and, uh, and Finau went on to both have their singles matches as well. Correct. Kuchar with the, the winning half point. Uh, when it once it was guaranteed to, to secure the cup for Team USA. Let's talk about those two players. How do you rate them? Well, you know, I, I think Tony Fina had a great match, matches. Um, he finished 0-1-3, and so um, he lost a point, but he gained a point and a half for the U.S. squad. Um, nothing bigger than the two that, that he and, the, you know, those halves um, – when he when he when he made some putts, some crucial putts when when they needed it down the stretch, and then also coming from four down against Shigeki Mari or Hideki Mariyama. Hideki no, Hideki, <laughs> Shigeki Hideki, was the last time. Um, Hideki Matsuyama. There we go. Yeah. Um, coming from four down, uh, birding the 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th holes, then birding the 17th hole um, when when Matsuyama. Um, had beat him on the 16th hole and then um, having out the match on, uh, you know, it, it was it was phenomenal. And that's that's what I'll take away from these matches. Well, I, I think they both played great. I'm with you on that. And in fact, we're going to hear from Tony Finau coming up on the back nine. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Also, we're going to talk about a look forward to 2020. There's a lot to digest and some storylines from 2019 that probably bleed into the new year. We'll cover it all next as we continue. Thanks for joining us. The Back Nine's next. Tony Finau. You don't want to miss it. Right now on Real Golf Radio.